0: Hey there, guys and ghouls.
1: Oh, the mic's really far away. You're <laughs> tuned in to what?
0: What? Hey, you guys. <laughs> Bell free. My name's Sanjay, and oh, we have to redo it. Blue.
1: hey there guys and ghouls i don't think i've ever said that before so that's weird we want to apologize again for not being able to post new content for you stu and i have been without internet for over a month now basically our old provider was being terrible and i told them to refund our money and shove it up their ass so um that's been great but finding a new provider in Rural, rural Illinois is proving to be a challenge, Um, so here we are. I've been spending my time baking and crocheting and doing scratch-offs like a 90-year-old lady, which probably isn't that surprising, but I've also been working on a really huge project that I'll be announcing in the near future, so stay tuned for updates about that. I'm really excited about it, and I think you guys will like it, so anyway we wanted to make sure that we were able to get a new year message out to y'all thanks for sticking with us through the year and sharing in our weird banter and dark humor we put together a little tangent cast for you tangents that were cut out from previous episodes if you haven't seen our gift exchange video you can find that on facebook or on youtube we have a youtube channel now so hopefully we can use that for some cool new content in the future we also have a lot of guests and crossover episodes planned out so look forward to that uh we want to shout out jessica lemon from sour sweet and spooky for sending sanjay and i some cool swag please go check out sour sweet and spooky it's really good and we love jessica so farewells 2020 don't let the door hit your ass on the way out because We are glad to see you, go. Get vaccinated so we can be together in person one day soon, and however you're celebrating tonight Sanjay and I are clinking our glasses with you, you know that we are drinking, from Hope behind the scenes and from Stu super behind the scenes, like under the couch, I don't know where he is, who knows. Um, And from all of our four-legged belfry familiars, in order, from oldest to youngest, Diamond, Luna. Lemon, Zero, Suki, Rocket, and Hot Dog. Happy New Year, stay spooky, and enjoy TangentCast 2020.
0: Hey there, guys and ghouls. You are currently listening to Broadcast from the Belfry, a surprisingly difficult to record podcast for the morbidly curious georgia has been having some internet problems as you guys all know at this point due to her living in literally the middle of nowhere i'm pretty sure the nearest neighbor she has is a sheep and they live about four miles away and also don't have great wi-fi either so georgia had the idea to compile some of my favorite topics for this year that might have not made it to air and play them for you guys for the first time so i will be doing a few little intros for you we will have some on-and-off spicy content that's mostly just me yelling about things. Without further ado, here we go. From our Kansas episode, we had a discussion regarding B I don't know if this was a typo, Georgia. I'm just gonna skip over that part. A discussion regarding what either of us views as horrific and gross, and we also argue about when Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge was released. Spoiler alert, I was wrong, as I am on occasion. <laughs> no, if you are encountered with a random child in your house, yeah, that's true. why would you not, your first thing, call 911. Okay, if oh. there's oh. a
1: random, if there's a random child in my house, I'm gonna be like, that's a black-eyed kid, get it the fuck away from yes. me, why yes. else would it be in my house? Call
0: 911. Mm-hmm. No, it's
1: gonna me. Black-eyed kids are literally my worst same
0: the black eyed peas are mine like the one feared, I told, which is very related i, like I feel like this
1: bump just thinking about it <laughs> i do, fucking I hate like it. It i told sanjay that we needed to cover it but i also refused to research it so this is worse than aliens in my book like i don't really like aliens that much but like and then men in black are kind of really creepy but black eyed kids are the creepiest fucking thing and like people with stories who claim to have encountered them are, like, one story was just like, oh, yeah, these creepy children asked if we could use the phone, and we let them in our house, and then they got real weird, and then we both got cancer six months later. Like, stage four fucking cancer out of nowhere, too perfectly- and I was like, nope, I don't care. There's maybe a rational explanation. But I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't want nope. All of that. Get it okay. out of my the moral house. Moral of the story: Don't let kids in your house. Yes. Yeah, under any circumstance. Call the cops.
0: Kind of going with this. Uh,
1: don't quote me on the exact year, but I'm going to say 2010 Super Bowl show. Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy. It was creepy. <laughs> I agree. That was
0: creepy. Though. Yeah. Because that was like, the year play Black Eyed play. <laughs> Peas played the halftime show. Oh my god. It was it, too much. Fergie was weird looking. Yeah, That was post meth, but like, Jesus. It, it was far enough after meth that she should have looked okay.
1: I don't know why there's not memes about that. I, I think that was, was premium. I think it was. Yeah, it was Yeah.
0: If anybody has any information about Fergie, uh, please let us know How at she from the Belfry at gmail dot com. So wait, could you call that premium? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Boo. Okay. So long and good night, quote Gerard Way.
1: 2008. Oh no, that's like 2003? No. Four?
0: What? I'd guess five.
1: <laughs> um, no, seriously, guess. Yeah, Three Chairs for a Sweet Revenge came out. Okay, <sighs> I'm guessing
0: five.
1: No, it came out before so I was no. a... It came out before I was a junior. Let's wrong. So
0: 2004. episode regarding jfk i went off a little bit about trying to spit Everclear fireballs with my good friend grant shout out to grant uh one of my roommates and i got bored one day and he turned 21 like two months before me three months his birthday's in january mine's in april so he uh, would buy all the alcohol and we would drink a lot of gross stuff during this time in our lives but uh there was one day he when his room is next to mine he walked into my room and was like hey, are you, is your girlfriend here? And I was like, no, is yours. And he's like, no. And I was like, oh. Uh, and no. we're quiet for a second. And he goes, do you want to try to spit fireballs with whatever alcohol we have in the house? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude. And then for like an hour, it was also like one in the morning, we just like filled our mouths with Everclear and tried to spit fireballs off the back porch with a lighter. Ooh, it ended the- up... We just spit on our hands a lot. It was really gross, but it was a good time. <laughs> we
1: spit on our hands a lot. Yeah,
0: shout out to my friend Grant. Grant's my fucking boy, dude. He's so cool. I love that guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Love Grant. <laughs> In our episode about the Kraken, everybody's favorite nautical pal, and I'm pretty sure boats and pooping a lot, um, I talked about how I personally think that it's okay to leave your pets as well as your kids at home for extended periods of time as long is they have a form of self-defense. I mean, just leave the dogs with a knife. That's it. That's all you need to do. (laughs) Anybody that has a living thing they take care of, whether it's kids, dogs, cats, fish, your parents, if you ever have to leave town and you're worried about the living thing you're taking care of, literally put a knife on the ground next to them, give them a, a book of matches, and salute them off, and that's it. Every time I leave the house for like work, whenever I'm like the last one to leave, that's what I do. Diamond gets a knife, Diamond gets a book of matches, and I'm like, You're in charge. Take care, buddy. And I salute him, and he does great. So, shout out to Diamond. He's the best kind I've ever known. From our episode about Bloody Mary, we had a conversation regarding how from the humble fruit, the tomato, you get something absolutely disgusting that is tomato juice, but that with a little bit of love, it can become the immaculate product. That is a Bloody Mary. That's, I like the drink less now than I did five minutes ago, some would say.
1: I hate Bloody Marys. Disgusting. I also don't really like tomatoes that much, so.
0: I also, I don't like tomatoes. I don't like texture. You know, the texture of tomatoes scares me a little bit. They've got to be pristine. But if it's in a bloody mary, that's different. You know, that's pureed tomato. That's a whole nother That's a whole nother ball game. We're going from solids to liquids. You know, from it's it's so much. Shout out to melting. You ever just melt a vegetable and end up with alcohol? <laughs> it's crazy, my dude. From our episode about the nation's sexiest cryptid, Mothman, we went a little bit all over the place. I talked about what my favorite moth was in addition to cult classics and how I think that Pulp Fiction sucks. I also had to change a tire in the rain that day, and I was very unhappy about it. Georgia wraps everything together, talking about literature to classy up the podcast and make me less upset. Uh, What's your favorite uh, moth?
1: There are some really fucking cool moths, though. I saw someone post it on Facebook, I think it was today or yesterday, and it was like a thread of, 10 or 15 pictures of moths that were, like, really cool colors or did really cool... Moths are cool. I don't like them in my house, hitting my lights all the time. But there are some really cool moths. Mm, like also, moths yeah. and butterflies, I read about them being attracted to blood. Moss and butterflies. I think butterflies more than moths, but they'll, oh, like assist in the decomposition of a a human corpse yeah Uh,
0: that's that's cute in like a gross weird way yeah Uh, did you
1: take your twisties out
0: i did yeah and i need to i wanted to put them back today but i had a bunch of stuff to do thanks corporate america and
1: change the tire in the rain
0: yeah and change my tire in the rain also turns out to like with most vehicles you like lift it up you would like put the jack kind of on the out, like in front of or directly behind the tire, right? Yeah. And you anywhere
1: would, where your chassis is, so that your frame doesn't bend.
0: Yeah. Um. For my truck, you have to put the jack like directly behind the tire, oh, like that's directly weird. behind it. Yeah. So I literally had to lay on the ground to get the jack into <laughs> in place in the rain. In the rain and in the dirt too, because uh. th- like the drainage is really bad in the parking lot. So my Clothes are, like, soaked, and there's a bunch of, like, dirt and mud in my hair, so I have to wash Great. it out tonight, and I'm very not excited, but I did it. Changed my tire with some help from my foreign friend, Adam. I love you, Adam. Yeah. Yep. Proud of you. You can catch him at Scorp Draws on Instagram. He's a very good artist. Very, very good. Uh... Oh, yeah, I like yep. the moth from that movie that I just watched for the first time with Hannibal Lecter. Silence of the Lambs. There's moths in that. Oh, cool. uh,
1: you watched Silence of the Lambs?
0: Yeah, it was great. It was, nice. yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, I liked it. I had to, like, double think about it. Uh, we watched, what's that movie with the, the twins in the hallway? The Shining. The watch, Shining. Watched The Shining, like, very soon after. Did not like that as much. Not a great movie. Silence of the Lambs, um... very good, though.
1: I like The Shining because it's a cult classic.
0: Cult classic just means bad. Do you like, do you know what should be a cult classic? Jupiter Ascending. Do you know what nobody likes but me and four of my friends? Jupiter Ascending. Do you know what people say is a cult classic? Uh Pulp Fiction. Do you know what movie sucks butts? Pulp fiction. Uh uh
1: there's um, gonna be a lot of people that disagree with your statement there, it's gonna but, be
0: everybody i legit if you yeah. can explain to me what a cult classic is and why i should like appreciate these things in ways that i currently can't see please uh, say something please you can i'll we'll, we'll give the contact information in like I, five minutes when we do I the wrap up i don't want to
1: watch the shining all the time <laughs> i don't want to watch the shining all the time but i enjoy it every once in a while when the Manhattan theater they did like a remastered version last year and Sue and I went to watch that and it was very the music especially like in a movie theater setting the music is so like it's supposed to make you uncomfortable and it really does and it just like makes you feel gross the entire time that you're watching the movie because the music is so disorienting almost. And like,
0: yeah, we looked it up. I don't remember if it was that or in the witch, but there's an instrument that is used in horror movies a lot that makes that kind of like discordant sound. And I think it's used a lot on that. Yeah. It just like, I can like, like with Pulp Fiction, I understand that it was one of the first movies that did that form of storytelling so it's like important because of that but at this point so many
1: back the community
0: we could yeah but so many other like movies have done that style that i'm like i don't want to watch this i'd rather watch any of these other 50 movies like it's
1: almost this is a thing that i've yeah it's like this could be the first movie to do this this happens a lot in uh, stories that are like on the Lovecraft podcast I listen to, Mm -hmm. they cover stories and they're like, the story was really predictable. And I was kind of bored with the trope that was being used, which is unfortunate a lot of the time, because it's very likely that that story was the first to use that trope. It's just something that's used so much now in our contemporary media that it doesn't seem like it's new even though it was new 100 years ago when it was first being used so i mean it's unfortunate but it's just one of those things that happens i guess
0: yeah but also like mary shelley's frankenstein is like full of premises that have been like like beaten to death you know like intelligent yeah. monster or like humanities thing but like i loved frankenstein that book was dope it was so good i'd read frankenstein once a week if i had the intention span to read a book right yeah. now um So I don't know. Yeah, someone someone explain it. America, explain.
1: I think this is not, this is different but related. With Frankenstein and um, like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's we live in a world now where those stories are so ingrained into pop culture that we could read those stories for the first time and like not be surprised and know where the story's going and it's kind of disappointing to me because can you imagine when those stories were brand new and nothing like that had ever been done before and they weren't referenced in a thousand different other forms of media and you're reading it for the first time as an original idea that would be so cool and we don't get that because we we live in 2020 (laughs)
0: We get to ingest a lot of media where, like, ass-eating is referenced, though. I forgot using the word chest, but we, like, uh, so we get that. That's the same as, you know, actual, like, original great art. In our episode regarding Satanic Panic, we talk about a local Manhattan, Kansas delicacy, Mrs. K's, and the cookie bakes that are produced there, In addition to how Scooby-Doo's name is actually Scoobert-Doobert, which I think is not well known enough, but we already had talked about it, so you can hear us go over that a little bit more. Just all the Manhattan things. What? Cookie bakes. You've never had a cookie bake before? No. What? Dude, you're high. Okay, go to Mr. K's. What are you
1: talking about?
0: So go to Mr. K's or to Kite's because Kite's is not owned by Mr. K's. And uh, a cookie bake is, like, a dish that they cook a cookie in. Like, they prepare it, and they put ice cream on top. And you can do Snickerdoodle chocolate chip. And I think there's a third one that's not m M&M. and I don't know what kind it is, though. The Snickerdoodle cookie bake with ice cream is so good. They're pretty big. They're, like, the size of an average adult's face, I would say. Maybe, like, three-quarters of a face. Dang. But, yeah, they are, would recommend, like, $5. Totally worth dang so
1: yeah,
0: i got
1: uh it's a hot cookie i ordered cream. i ordered insomnia for delivery the other night and nice. i got both of us a cookie witch
0: don't say both of us when i'm not involved because it's confusing me <laughs> it's just making me sad and it's confusing me i'm like you got cookie got for me
1: were and i yeah.
0: both a cookie Stoo-Bert. witch his name is Stubert.
1: and did do you know hold on do you know that scooby-doo's Actual name is Scoobert. That is a fact.
0: Yeah, I think I've 100 podcast because I was like, Did you? Yeah, because okay. I was like, The, the, st- like, Stubby is like ringing in my head so much because, like, Stubert sounds like Scoobert. His name is Scubert. Scubert. Yeah.
1: I don't know how I didn't know this, but I didn't. Me either. Like, well, I read it. It's like I barely reference
0: i only really yeah. know it because... i read it
1: on like wikipedia or something
0: <laughs> oh yeah no a girl that i know named her uh her cat moby moby Scoober duper roast beef something hoines which is her last name like but like, like roast what? it was something Scoober duper roast beef and then her last name yeah i love moby <laughs> he's a little he's <laughs> goblin i love him he's a good cat Alright, and for our last segment, which is derived from our episode regarding the Lich, we talk about Sphinx cats and how their buttholes make little vacuums when they sit on things, which you may think is gross, but it's much grosser after you think about it more and more, in addition to how Georgia lost one of her Siamese cats the day before her birthday. Did you know that if a Siamese cat sits down on something, when it sits up, you can hear its like butthole like vacuum off? yeah it's like a tentacle being pulled off
1: not a siamese cat a hairless cat
0: what are those Sphinx. sphinx. yeah there we go sphinx cats siamese cats are wholesome furred babies they've never done anything wrong their buttholes don't make sounds
1: yeah my siamese cat was the one that lived with levi's parents and she got hit by a car the day before my birthday actually so
0: wow that's a great might be the worst birthday i've ever heard
1: yeah. R.I.P. Ash. R.I.P. She R.I.P. was my little baby.
0: Everyone, my first pour one out for Ash if you are if you have a drink and you're outside. If you are gross, you can pour a drink on the floor inside your house, but I won't do that. <coughs> so then I have to clean it up. All right. And that's going to be it for me for today's episode. And I hope you guys have a wonderful new year. I love you. Yes, I do love you. I said it first and I'm not going to take it back. And I hope that you guys choose to continue to listen to us, with us, and hang out into the new year. Catch you in 2021, guys.